リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットフォーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェフ What up, weebs? And welcome back to the Anime Senpai Podcast. Oh, fans, every time I hear your warm applause, it always lets me know I'm doing something right. Because not only did I have to take a week off, almost two weeks, because something out of nowhere, after recording the last podcast, I literally got punched in the throat, and it was like some sumo wrestler decided to take my voice out with an instant. I literally got T boned by a semi truck and taken off the road and could not even restart my car for weeks. It was Insane. So before I get into that, I hope you're doing well. I hope life has been thriving in every aspect. Goodbye, 2022, 2022, and hello, 2023. There are so many great shows coming out this year. I am ecstatic beyond belief before so many of these actually drop, but I have been so engaged with Trigun Stampede, the revival of Trigun, Vash the Stampede, and all his glory, and Meryl. Hi, I'm Meryl, which is such a weird name for a female anime character. I don't know why Meryl. I just think of like some older lady in the 70s who has seven kids and she's like making some cookies, waiting for the milkman to change her glass milk bottles outside and her husband to come back from his sales job. Hello, honey. I'm home. Good to see you. Hi, honey.、Uh, and her like, husband's name is like James. Hi, James. Hello, Meryl. <laughs> I'm so yoked though. It's been a fun watch, man. I love Trigun. If y'all ever slept on Trigun and have not watched the original, not only do I highly recommend you watch Stampede as it's coming out weekly right now, but you need to go back and watch the original Trigun. So I'll give you all my love, my positivity, my excitement, my passion, and romance and desires, and take all my love. You can have it for at least another week to get you through the hump. But. Man, I don't know what happened. It, literally, after I was done recording the podcast with you guys two weeks ago, I jumped on Drip and I was doing a stream selling some hot anime cards, searching for signatures from some of the greatest voice actors of our time. And what happened was, halfway into the Drip stream, my voice literally just disappeared. Houdini. It literally just did the craziest trick of all, like a, a magic trick, and just David blamed itself out of my freaking voice box. I don't Even know how to explain it. It literally was just gone. I woke up the next day. I couldn't even pronunciate anything. I couldn't even whisper. I've never had that happen before in my life. And what it taught me was number one, my voice is very important. That must be why the devil was trying to take it away from me. But number two, now I even sound like more zestly. Like the Riz God himself came back and found my voice. I don't know how to explain it to you. I'm literally not even trying to talk like this now. It's just how I sound. I can't explain it. I can't tell you what it is, but let me tell you something. I'm gonna have fun with this now because now moving forward, welcome in to the Anime Senpai podcast, ladies. It's good to talk to you, and I hope you have a great stay here because there's something magical about anime. The thing about anime is, is that you never know which way it's gonna take you. Sometimes there's a lot of ups, but boy, oh boy, does it go back down and it penetrates your soul and every fiber of your being because when I go all the way deep, I go balls deep. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but guess what? I love it. So we're gonna fly. Send it. The voice took like over a week and a half to heal, which was unbelievable to me. I had to take like a few days off of work because I couldn't even go to, I couldn't do other radio station. How am I supposed to work a radio show and count people out and help them with production value or talk on it? I couldn't do anything. I've never experienced that before in my life. So it taught me a valuable lesson. One, take even better care of my voice. And two, I think it was evolving. Now that I think about it, I literally think I had a digital evolution. Digi-illusion, digi-evolution, digi-evolution, evolution, like Pokemon, whatever you call it. I literally evolved. My voice went even deeper, which is crazy to think about because I thought my voice was already deep enough, but somehow now when I'm talking, like I talk to some different ladies or fat, everybody thinks I'm flirting with them now. It's crazy. I'm not even trying. Why?、Well, you know, I, I, I Riz the Rizzle one. The Riz God comes out when he needs to, all right? The Rizzle Saurus Rex makes his stomping when he needs to. <laughs> the Rizayan. 
<laughs> Super Saiyan Rizzle. Uh, yeah, it's kind of fun, and I love it. So I hope you guys are doing well. Apologies that I had to miss a week from the podcast. Uh, there was no way I could talk last weekend, so I'm glad I gave it the extra time to heal itself, and so much fun is in the works. So much great stuff. TikTok content is coming back as well now because thankfully the voice is healed. I'm going to have some fun with uh, Instagram reels, making some fun little comedy sketches and stuff. So just going to have fun. Push forward because I'm better than everybody else, so why don't I share it with everybody else as well and guide them as I can. So I wanted to have some fun today because I thought about this and I was thinking to myself, I want to get more personal with you guys. I want to have a way of welcoming you in more to myself because a lot of people think, well, who is the anime senpai? Why are you the senpai of anime? What is the guy behind the neck? Who is this Alex Tyshirt? Well, uh, that's me. And two, I thought it would be fun, and I used Discord, my community in Discord. I love every one of you. Thank you so much. Space Cowboy, I have not forgotten about 86, the Patreon episode. It's coming. <laughs> it just, just wait on it. But I wanted to do a Q&A with Senpai. And so I thought to myself, why not have an open expression through this podcast of being able to ask me anything and everything. No holds barred. I'm saying you could have asked me anything from a personal level to my relationships I've been in, to my family, my friends, myself, my hobbies, my past, my future. Well, time doesn't exist. It's all just a present moment and we're consciousness experiencing it. But whatever, that's for another time. I said no holds barred. So I went to Discord and I let everybody know in Discord. We have a subsection for the podcast chat. I said everybody gets two questions two questions. Don't feel like you need to ask anything. Just shoot two questions my way and I'll ask, uh, answer them as we go through this podcast. And keep in mind, I have not read any of these. I literally just copy and pasted them, put them on a note word document, and I'm going to read them off for the first time with you and answer them in the moment. So if there's questions about like multiple characters or something I need to look into, I'll quickly like tippity typity on my keypad as we're talking. But I'm going to raw dog this and I always raw dog. That's why I stopped having sex because, well, you know, I'm gonna get somebody pregnant, but I do want to just go in no protection, no safety net, no plan B, no birth control. I'm going all the way and we're going to have fun with this. And yeah, because of this voice now, I'm sounding more sexual. That's crazy. But shout out to the Discord community. I am very, in, I'm thoroughly impressed with how many of you guys actually asked questions. I thought I was going to get four to five people. I got like over 20 people or something like that for this first episode. So that's amazing. That's over 40 something questions. I'm going to do as many as I can in an hour. And if I can't get to all of them, don't worry. There will be a part two. And also, if you're listening to this and you had no idea I was doing a Q&A, well, it's because I didn't really tell anybody. Buddy, but all you have to do join the discord it's very easy to join the discord just go find me on any social media platform whether it be twitter whether it be instagram whether it be tiktok just type in anime senpai podcast three words or all together on instagram you'll find me it's very easy anime senpai podcast you will find it click the link in the bio join the discord there is a never aging and a never expiring link to the uh, the community so let's not waste any time I'm ready to go through these and have some fun with you guys. So again, this segment I am calling the Q&A with Senpai. So let's go through here. And I have plenty, plenty. I'm going to do one per person and then go back through the list again. So let's start with this one, which was a special request. So this person gets three questions, but it's because the one they asked me, I really liked. He added it towards the end and it was a special request. And he's also a mod in the Discord. So shout outs to some man. Semantics. Uh, semantics. <laughs> clever what you did there. I thought the first time that meant semantics, but it's semantics, and that's clever by you. Well done with your punny in words. Uh, this one says, how would an awkward person put themselves out there? Like asking someone out, walking into an interview, getting married. Now, this is a fun question because as somebody like I was, I used to be somebody that was very self-conscious. I was somebody who had a lot of acne. I was skinny. Uh, I never had the confidence in myself to be something else other than what I was at the time because I never understood what Riz was. I never understood what being myself was and being authentic and having the appreciation for who I am and the uniqueness I bring. Like, here's another sub-comment. Like, I didn't even know people don't even have inner dialogues. Like, I guess that's rare, which is crazy to me. I talk to myself all the time. Um, so this is what's fun is that 
it's hard for everyone to get past that state. And trust me, a lot of people are introverted now, especially with social media and our phones and technology. Even more people are introverted. Even more people are socially awkward. Even more people have anxiety and depression because of the mass exposure you're having to an insane amount of information in people's lives at such an abundant amount of rate. Your endorphins are going off the charts because of everything. It's very hard to get out of that shell. I'm somebody where when I was in high school, we really started having phones then. Like we started to have like the sidekicks and uh, the sideways flipping phones. There was no such thing as social media or anything. It was just texting and calling. But still, that was a big step for somebody like myself because it gave me a side of perspective, I guess you could say, an outlet to something different to be myself and not in person. So it did help me. So the best thing I can tell you is a way to get out of that awkward state is to find confidence in yourself and not to judge yourself off of other people. So don't compare yourself to others because nobody else is you. Don't compare yourself beauty wise or handsome wise or, you know, affection wise or what's your ability with your criteria of sexual exposure, the way that you're a sex. It just don't ex. Don't compare yourself to anybody is the best way I can say this. You really want to focus in on who you are and knowing yourself. And so a lot of people have imperfections. Trust me, I have mine. I was born with an encaved chest. So my chest isn't flat. The center of my chest between uh, my breast actually goes inwards a little bit. And so there's a medical term for that. And I even, that was another thing to add on on my whole, you know, subconscious of being self-confident and all that stuff. I was very scared to have my shirt off. I was very scared to be around people. I was very scared to show myself to others when I didn't like the person I was at that time. So you know what I did? I got over my fears. I got over the things that made me not the person I wanted to be. So you know how I got over the the indent in my chest? I started working out. You know what else I did to move myself forward? I started liking myself. I started telling myself there is nobody else like me out there. And the best part about it as well is that nobody can do what I can do. I'm literally the shit. I know I'm the shit now. Anything that I've put my mind to, I've accomplished. I told myself, you know what? I want to finally have a girlfriend and fall in love. Guess what? I did it. I was with her for seven years. I said, you know what? I want to actually find a career-wise. I want to get into radio and do radio. Guess what? I did national radio and television. You know what? I want to start a podcast and have some fun with it. I was one of the top downloaded podcasts for the longest time. And now I was like, you know what? I want to do TikTok. Got 120,000 followers right away. And I've, I haven't even posted in like almost two months, it feels like. The fact is, find confidence. You need to be okay with being yourself. So find that self-love and be okay with being yourself. You don't need to be the best looking. You just need to find confidence because being confident is everything. And trust me, the worst that happens in asking somebody out or going to an interview or finding someone to get married to one day, the worst thing that's going to happen, and this is literally the worst case scenario, you're back where you started. So you have nothing to lose. If I'm at the gym now, and this is something new that I can even express to you as well, I never usually go and talk to women like that. I've never done it when I was a kid. I never had no interest. Never did it when I was younger. I had a relationship, so I never really needed to, right? Now, you know what I do? I just go up and say hi to somebody. Why not? Just don't be weird. Just have fun and be a person. Be a human being. They're literally another human being. So all you need to do is go up and say hi. Read the room. Read the expressions. Like, for example, the gym, right? You want to know how I know if I should go say hi to somebody? If she keeps looking at me, I keep looking at her, and she ain't giving me that ick face. Obviously, there's something there. (laughs) You know? Do they come and work out next to you a lot? Do you guys work out the same time a lot? Do you guys notice each other a lot? Go say what up. Just say, hey, man, I just noticed you were in here a lot. I see you kicking ass and just want to say hi and introduce myself. Just be normal. Just be yourself. The worst that happens is she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. You're like, all right, cool. I, I didn't even ask, but that's that's nice to know. You know, like who cares? Let them do them. Then you know what's the best thing you could have said? I tried. I will never live my life with fear anymore. I will never live my life with regret. I have no regrets, so that's how I know I'm doing it right. I never want to live with what ifs. I'm just going to do it. And then I know I tried. I'd rather have I tried than what ifs. That's terrible to have what ifs. It just fills your minds with all of these hypotheses and these scenarios that never exist. Just do it. Like Shia LaBeouf said, say it, Shy. Say it. Do it. Just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it. Make your dreams come true. Just do it. That's literally all you need to do is just do it. Have fun. 
be confident in yourself, go better yourself as well. So for example, start working out, start eating better, start caring about yourself, start carrying yourself like somebody that should be wanted. I ask myself this all the time. Would I want to be with somebody like myself? Absolutely, I would. Sorry, I didn't mean to cuss there, but I did. I absolutely would want to be with somebody like myself because I know my value. I know my ambitions. I know what I'm going to conquer. And I know how hard I can love somebody and how much I can give to somebody and better them and motivate them and grow them. Same like an interview, as you asked. Go to that interview literally telling yourself, this place ain't shit without me. I'm literally going to make this place better. And you don't need to be cocky. You need to be confident. You don't need to be robust and a douche. You just need to be that guy. That's all you need to do. Go in there and sell yourself. That's all you're going to do in every aspect of your life. If you're authentic, if you're confident, if you do exactly what you need to be, trust me, it's going to be really hard for you to one, not find somebody that wants to go out with you two, not get the job you're searching for and three, get married eventually. Just do not be afraid to fail. You're going to fail plenty of times before you succeed. And guess what? That time you finally succeed, it's going to be even more worth it because guess what? You had to try for it. Oh, what a great way to start us off. Shout outs to some mantics, some mantics. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, next is Megus, Mr. Megus Chris in the Discord. And he asks, Alex, why is One Piece the most goaded anime of all time? Well, it's quite simple, Megus, because no other anime has gone on this long with this many anime episodes, with this many filler episodes, with this many pointless scenarios and overly redundant course of streamline of its epitome of its storyline with some of the most blandish characters I've ever seen in my life and the redundance and redundance of island to island to ship to ship to take over the seven seas and all this just overplayed shonen hype bullcrap. It is by far the most goaded con anime of all time. And I say this proudly, and I truly mean this. One Piece is by no means a top 10 anime of all time. It should not even be in the big three. But you want to know why it is? Well, one, it's a super old anime. So there wasn't too many big ones back then besides Dragon Ball, One Piece, um, <coughs> Bleach, shows like that. So I mean this in all sincerity and fun. Trust me, my opinion is no different than yours. It's just a little bit better, so that's about it. But really think about it this way. One Piece is probably going to be one of the most well-known and respected animes of our lives because of how much it has accomplished and done. And I don't mean this out of spider. I'm not trolling or anything here. There's a reason why One Piece is well-known. There's a reason why One Piece is everywhere. It's because it connects to the innocent and the youth within you. Luffy does something that we all yearn for and we love. He's sincere. He's optimistic. He has a good heart. He makes people around him. He's vicious when he needs to. He does everything and anything he needs to to not only better those around him, but to accomplish his wildest dreams. I love that. I love this scenario. I love the plot setting. Who doesn't love pirates? Everyone's got a type. It's just not that show for me. One, time I spend in stuff is very valuable. And so I have a lot of things I'd rather do outside watching a over thousand episode show. Shorter is better. Shorter is content. Short, <clears throat> shorter is content. Shorter gives me more of an ability to do more with my time and to accomplish more with my time as well. So for example, I know they say to invest really hard into one avenue and then build into others when that one succeeds. Understandable. But when I'm doing something like anime content or creation or podcasting or et cetera, et cetera, I need volume. I need depth. I need books. I need chapters. Nobody's going to read a book that's just on one thing the entire time, unless it's a sincerely good book. And that's what One Piece is doing. So that's why it's one of the unique shows out there. But for myself, I want to talk about a plethora of things. If I started watching One Piece, that would be the only show I could talk about then because of how much it would take over. And I like to do a plethora of things. I like to do different genres. I like to do different topics. So for myself... That's why I stay out of One Piece. And also, it irks me how on social media, especially TikTok, these creators, I go to their content pages and look through their content. They get no views until they do One Piece videos. And then guess what? They turn into mostly One Piece creators because of the following it gets them, because of how massive of a brand One Piece is. I don't hate the player. I just hate the game. And I just think it's funny that they have no talent outside of that. Just like OnlyFans and these females who their kitty is their only actual valuable asset. Remove that in their body. They have nothing to make money anymore. Just saying. Hard truth. Truth hurts. Uh, so shout out to Megas. Yeah, you were very far off saying, uh, yeah, One Piece is definitely not goaded. But I appreciate you anyways. Let's move on 
to Discord user Space Cowboy, a.k.a. Shane. So Space Cowboy, he wanted to be all presumptuous. He was like, hey, Senpai, can I change the two questions I already left you since it's been like a couple weeks? Can I put two more? Sure, Space Cowboy, why not? So (laughs) the first question he asked, and he says, Alex, if you could be the English voice actor for any anime character, which anime character would you voice? Well, that's easy. Luffy. It's the greatest anime of all time. He's the best character ever made. Why wouldn't I want to be him? Uh, no, serious. I've thought about this one. And so I've thought about who I would fit very well with and what I think I would love to do. And so there is a bias and I, I won't choose this one, but I would say this is the first one that comes to mind is Lawrence from Spice and Wolf. I love the anime. It is my all-time favorite anime. I love the economics vibe. I love the love that Hor- uh, Holo and Lawrence develop for each other. The storyline, the portrayal of influx, the banter, the sarcasm. That's my kind of vibe. I think I would kill Lawrence's voice. Absolutely think I would destroy that voice. Just saying. Um, but I have thought about this. And on the spot... If I could give you a voice I would really like to do, I would have loved to have been the remake um, voice for Trigun Vash the Stampede. I think I would be uh, amazing Vash the Stampede. I think my voice would serenade it so well. I think I would have so much fun with it as well. And that characteristics of his motto of life, his ambitions, the way he sees the world and everything else around it definitely idolizes and aligns with a lot of the stuff I do as well. So I think if I had to go off of that Space Cowboy, I would love to do Vash the Stampede from Trigun. I think he's amazing. I love that character. I also think I would do really well as, um, this one sounds kind of funny, but uh, Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. I think I would really kill that one out of the park too and have fun with that. Or if I wanted, like say they did an older version of... No, that one probably wouldn't work. I was thinking about Konosuba being the main guy from that and just doing the humor aspects, but now nah, we'll move on. But yeah, that's the one that comes to mind, Shane. I'm sure if I spent more time, I could look through different animes and stuff. But yes, that's the one I would say. Okay, let us go to Marisi. Marici? Marisi. I think it's Marisi. M-E-R-I-C-C-I. I'm terrible at reading. Marisi815. And Marisi815. Oh, you suck. Marisi815 asks, okay sexually uh so fornicate marry and kill fornicate marry and kill sex marry kill (sighs) all right sex marry kill and these are the three i have to choose from zero two holo and albedo (laughs) oh my gosh you really know how to amuse a man huh okay um so if i have to have sex marry and kill between zero two holo and albedo I'm absolutely marrying Holo. I have to marry Holo. Holo is wifey material. She is somebody that would be your ride or die literally to the very end. There would be no dull moment with her. She is sarcastic. She's witty. Her banter, her physique, her aesthetics. She's my type. Like, hands down, I could marry her. I'd be a happy man for the rest of my life. Now, the 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 sex and kill part is kind of tough because, oh, zero two and Albedo. So... I would be an absolute fool to not say I wouldn't want to have sex with Albedo. If you have seen Albedo, I know this is crazy. Calm down. I know it is insane to say I would pass on a a nightstand with Albedo. When you see how she is, her body design, her attribute, her say she was like she is for eyes, um, an overlord for me for one night, bro. That's it's. I have to. I'm I'm marrying Holo. I'm having sex with Albedo, and I'm. <laughs> this is crazy to say. I'm killing Zero Two. I I know. I holy crap. I can't kill Holo. So I mean, it's it's yeah. Wow. That did not go how I thought it would. Ah, <laughs> oh, Marisi, you suck. All right, let's, let's keep it going. Jeez, that sucked. Okay, this is from Discord user, huh? H-U-H question mark? Huh? Uh, huh asks, Alex, why is Chainsaw Man so hype? Okay, now this is fun. Huh? I will tell you in a few words, why Chainsaw Man is so hyped. Um, one, two, 
three, four, five. Okay, five words. The future of anime is here. Shit, that's six words. <laughs> it's because it's that simple. Uh, anime and the future of anime is here. Chainsaw Man is literally the breeding ground for what is to come. And just be prepared for the insane amount of animation style we are going to have now. Because there's a multitude of things, but this is one of the biggest one. Chainsaw Man has a very, very, very well distinguished and very highly sought after manga franchise so the light novel set of it and everything that was written into it is sensational everybody is loving it but the thing that is so hyped about it is it's a unique design a character that is very unique in the way it looks a storyline that takes something we're all used to which is demons uh devils whatever it is hunting demon hunters devil hunters etc etc but tying it into a attribute of a character uh denji that most of us can relate to and sympathize for because he's a young kid he was screwed over by his family he has the whole past of his generation and the crap his dad did on his shoulders all the stuff he has to go through all of this right and he's relatable he's young he just wants to experience life but he keeps himself up it's very relatable you yearn for him you like him all that stuff the animation style and this integration of 3d with animation and making this child called chainsaw man and seeing the multitude of how well it is done, the scenario base of animation style put into it, and I'm sure it actually makes it more fluid and able-bodied for these creators and designers to do more with it. Because we saw the difference in, let's just say, the first part of the final season of Attack on Titan. We all hated how they went to a 3D, like a kind of design and that dimensional thing that they tried to do with the Titans in the start of it, and everyone hated it because you can't switch up this far into it and try to make us accept it no it was terrible this is though the start of what's going to be coming because trust me when i say naruto is going to get remade uh, a lot of our favorite shows the big shows or shows that are well known that are very much older are going to get remade now remakes are everything and they're going to integrate now this new style of animation and it's going to carry anime to the next level so i think that's one big part as to why chainsaw man is so hype you have to keep in mind as well that the wave of social media and everything that social media takes over is a whole new entity and the way that social media works it can skyrocket a show into another tier setting of hypeness just because of how many people are talking about it liking it loving it and creating this now energy this almost monster of a being and the snowball effect that the ball is so big now it's literally taking out anything and collecting anything it comes across and so i saw on tiktok everybody was hyping the literal crap out of chainsaw man posting their teas posting their intros posting this posting that talking about it and everybody loved it everybody had great things to say about it and trust me i'm somebody who's not a shonen fan a little bit of a seinen fan but I'm only somebody that preaches about Vinland Saga because I think it's such a great anime. This show did it right. This show is something that is going to change the premise of it. And again, this is coming from somebody who loves anime and watches a lot of it. Chainsaw Man did it right. They hit you with a crazy switch like episode eight or whatever it was. The storyline, the setup, the progression of it. Everything that I hear that's going to be coming as well. It's well done. And I think it definitely deserves the hype. So, huh? I hope that answers it for you a little bit better. All right, let's move forward. Uh, Discord user Valid Takes with double D's, double Z's. Valid Takes asks, what is your most infamous takes when it comes to anime? Ooh, that's a fun question. Okay. Some of my favorites are One Piece is mid. Uh, One Piece is not as great as everybody else makes it. They are just belligerently sucked into this entity of what one piece is now and everybody says the exact same damn thing anytime i say that well how much did you watch okay if you're following it up with asking how much have i watched obviously the show is shit because it takes this long to get good you need to grab me in one to two max three episodes if you do not catch my attention in three episodes i'm done with you i'm out i'm not gonna waste my time i know what the show is I don't care for it. Unless I'm doing something content-wise or need to increase my capacity and influx of variety of stuff I'm talking about, I would watch more. One Piece, it's mid. It's a cool show. I understand the hype. Trust me, I get why other people like it. People's wants and needs are very 
simple, I guess you could say. They don't need to have too much. And then, oh, how could you say that? What about this, 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 in episode 125, 345, 789? Okay, dude, chill. After a thousand episodes, I hope there's some depth to it. I, I, or I really hope there's some depth to it. If there's not depth and variety and angles, bruh, what are we doing? Like, trust me, I can look at something like Attack on Titan, where every single literal attribute of everything that happens from the start in episode one till the ending completion of this show are all intertwined and interjecting into the storyline to have a purpose and value to it. Bruh, what? Unbelievable. Uh, another infamous take I have is that I think, um, what's that one show? Assassin's Pride is not as bad as people say it is. I think it's a fun show. Uh, people try to say it's a lolly show. It's not really a lolly show. It's about an uh, apprentice and her master and the whole storyline is super unique. I love the setting and everything about it. They just butchered it. They just didn't do a good job of presenting it and telling the story. It just, eh, I think it was fun. I thought it was a good time. I have nothing against it. Um, what's another infamous take of mine? I'm sure I have plenty out there, but it's hard to always think of them over the top. Um, I'll give you some masterpieces that other people might not agree with. Uh, I think Darling the Franks is a masterpiece. I think everything from start to finish was extremely well done. I didn't need more at the end because they were wrapping up the show and completing it. I thought everything was great. I liked Verm, Vrem, whatever you want to call it. I think it's the entity of the expression of the evil inside of humanity and how if you feed that dark wolf, it will take over, which it did. Uh, but people are very simple. They're like, well, they, they, they can't be defeated. How do you feed them if the planet is they, they just killed the planet. They never defeated them. They're going to come back. There's, it's just not real. No, it's because they stopped feeding into the evil. They gave their lives and she turned into a ship. Uh, yeah, that's what she was designed for. Oh, how was she designed for that? I just, are you, you want a breath? You want a cookie? You okay? Um, I also think Violet Evergarden is a masterpiece. I think that show captures the entity of everything from start to finish of the human emotion and the ability of growth and progression in a beautiful way the time lapses the animation style the storytelling the intermingling of everybody's lives and how we're all interjected and connected is sensational uh, i think attack on titan could be one of those once the ending is done and we see how it completes um what's another one? Oh, short over long animes that's one of my favorite takes I always have, that short animes are leaps and bounds far superior to longer animes because, one, uh, time is valuable. So and I know time doesn't exist, but I'm saying the things that you spend time doing. Uh, yeah, I'd rather take short animes all day because I can name 10 off the top of my head that are one-season animes that shit on a lot of these younger, uh, longer shows I've seen. Like, go watch what's it called. Um, oh, God, I'm missing on it right now. Um, man. This is what happens when I'm on the spot, huh? I got to think about these shows. Well, yeah, that's not going to defend my take really well if I can't really name the 10 that I said, if I can't even name one. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my infamous takes, I would say, is short over long animes. And uh, yeah, if there's any more, I will definitely come back to that for you. Much love, Valitex. Okay, let's continue now. Let's go to Discord user Super Mexi. Super underscore Mexi. And he says... How to entice non-anime friends to get into anime? Ooh, that's a fun question. Okay, see, this is very tough because Super Mexi, I'm going to tell you this and everybody who's listening right now, if the person you're trying to welcome in or to have them experience anime for the first time or to give it a chance or to want to see the great storytelling, and I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Anime is still the number one market of entertainment side of expressing artistic imagination because it still does something nothing else does. It's unbiased. It's truly coming from an artist, a writer's perspective, and it shows you everything and anything that somebody wants to show you unbiasedly and without attachments to politics and all this other bullshit and PC. Oh, it's disgusting, but it's starting to intermingle with it because it's getting more famous. But if this person is not open-minded, uh, good luck. You're probably never going to get them to want to do it because it's that whole saying when they say old dogs can't learn new tricks. Um, that's a lie. You can definitely teach old dogs new tricks if they're open and you spend the time with it. But most people, especially if they have their mind set on something, this is why politics is brainwashing people as well. If you're set in stone on something, good luck changing somebody's mind. So if they're not open to trying it, 
I don't think you're going to be able to get them to try it or to entice them because it's very tough to. I mean, it's going to be a lot of work. I can say this. If they tell you like, oh, I've never watched anime, but I'm always up to trying it, then you have a good trance. But to entice somebody, like to really get them to yearn for it or to try it, I mean, I'm not the type of guy that ever wants to make people do anything. I, I, I always live by, it's your life, do what you want. If you ask me my opinion, I will tell you my opinion. If you ask me if I think it's right or wrong, or you should or shouldn't, I will tell you, but I will never tell you what to do to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here as a guide. I'm not here to tell you what to do. So to entice them, man, that's tough. I would say the best thing you can do, Super Maxi, is just talk about anime a lot. Wear the anime shirts. Um, show them some cool stuff you have that are anime or talk about some shows or try to make it relatable to them because I know relatability is a big one that really helps people too. So if you can kind of try to think of something they like and refer to an anime aspect, maybe it'll get them enticed. So for example, I know superheroes are huge, right? If you think about this aspect and you give them My Hero Academia or you drop them One Punch Man, there's a tie to superheroes, one more serious, the other one more satire, but if they give it a chance and watch it, I'm sure that might tickle their pickle, you know what I'm saying? That might actually get them to like it. So that's what I would try to do is relatability. Um, also, I think about the whole leading by example. So I'll just try to kind of always talk about it or bring it up or like kind of ask them like, you should watch one with me. Oh, you like movies? You should watch this movie. It's called Your Name. It's a love story. It's about this. You know, just try to get them enticed, as you said. That's how I would do it, basically. Uh, let's move on to... Mercury 101, Discord user Mercury 101, and it says, who is your favorite anime slash manga character? Now, this is a fun one because Mercury, I don't know if you know this, I have not read much manga at all. I have been a hard, 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 hardcore anime viewer. I like to sit back enjoy a product while I'm sitting there and being able to suck all of it in, that sounded dirty, and be able to regurgitate a lot of my thoughts and opinions because of that. Uh, sitting down and reading, at the moment with how much I'm trying to do, I can't find the ability to sit there and to read something and feel good about it. It's it's really weird. It's my mindset. Like if it's a good book about something that I'm very invested in, so like a lot of health books. I've been reading a lot of good ones about how to heal people through food and what you eat. Like a great book I just read was called How Not to Die. It's very insightful because it's a handful of doctors, nutritionalists, herbalists, all this stuff talking about ways to heal your body. So I haven't really read much mangas. Like the only one I've ever read is basically Spice and Wolf because I'm a simp for that show basically. I love it. I'm such a diehard fan. Um, so I'll go with anime character for you, okay? Some of my favorite anime characters... Oh, you said just favorite, huh? Ugh, that's tough, man. You know what? I would say out of every character I've ever seen, probably my favorite from the progression of character development, it's really tied between like 002, but she kind of has her own mindset the whole time. But Violet Evergarden, man, like it's really hard for me to find another character that has more character growth and progression than Violet Evergarden. Uh, Violet Evergarden literally started as a meat sack, um, just a tool of war, an orphan that was used in war to fight and to kill. And then after coming under the major's care, starts to kind of feel empathy and love through somebody and understanding and was taught something and starts to have these feelings of love towards somebody but doesn't know how to express it and doesn't know what it is and then one is left alone has to find purpose and value and meaning and has to go through all these situations and helping others and understanding through them and her situations and her lessons about who she is to becoming a living breathing entity and oh dude it's just I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. I know most people don't like to be sad when they watch certain things. I for certain don't want to be sad, but that is breathtaking and it is literally art. It is it is one of the greatest shows I've ever seen and shout outs to Netflix, man. They they literally knocked it out of the park with Violet Evergarden. God, all my love to them. I would say that's for sure. Uh, besides like, you know, Holo from Spice and Wolf, but that's so generic at this point. So yeah, I would go Violet Evergarden. Uh, Discord user, not underscore Jackie. Uh, okay, not Jackie. Hi, not Jackie. Uh, two wise. What is your favorite trope? What is your favorite trope? Okay, now this is a fun one. Uh, I am an absolute sucker, sucker for Slice of Lives. I love slice of lives it's my favorite genre next to fantasy uh some horror but there's not really great horror animes out there some seinen i really like um 
Vinland Saga and stuff like that. But as for my favorite trope, it has to be right now the awkward situations that just, oh, it's just how anime does love between young people. It's just, it's so funny to me because it's always so awkward like it's like the slip on a banana peel and he catches me or i'm in a bad position and he saves me or we're at a beach location there's other people but somehow i yearn for him or somehow we're in a situation and i was chasing somebody else but then i start to fall for them like in toradora or not a married couple but more uh, but definitely not lovers or whatever it is um it's more than a married couple but not lovers it's just i love that trope because it doesn't happen in real life it really doesn't i haven't found myself in those situations because it's just it's not storybook like that but it just has to be that kind of a trope i don't even know if that's technically a trope but to me it seems like one it's just these awkward situations these slice of life ones get in because it's always so done like for example a festival scene there's always a festival scene in animes that are slice of life so there's always one it's big in their culture it's a part of their lifestyle it's it's who they are as people so of course it's gonna be integrated in that right but if it's done right, like I'm talking about something unique about it, the best one I can think of right now is like my dress up darling where it ends with it. They're at the festival. It's super cute how it goes. Ends with the phone call. Well, here, uh, Gojo-kun's asleep and Mar, uh, Marin says something to him. I think it's dope, right? I think that would be for me. Because if you can find a way to do it and to not get it so just weird, like where it's just so redundant or you know it's there or corny or cheesy, if it's done well, that's the stuff that hooks me. That's the stuff that keeps me integrated. Because trust me, fan service is always there, right? So I like fan service. I also like harem animes for some weird reason. That's why I like, uh, what is it? World's End Harem, where like all the guys are dead besides a few. And they like try to make this whole like conspiracy behind it where the women actually are trying to kill the man. It was just really funny. But yeah, that's that's for sure for me, I would say. I don't even know if that's technically a trope, but uh, that's what I really dig. I really, really dig that. Uh, let's move on to a very day one guy this guy man besides like megas and space cowboy this man right here uh not only is across the country from me but he's been a big supporter and fan his name's zach k2 zach k2 in the discord uh he says i know you've said it on shallow oceans but there's a bunch of people here who probably haven't heard the story of how you got into radio and media and it's an awesome story Shoutouts, Shallow Ocean, to anybody who hasn't listened to it yet. Great pod for motivational and general positive life talk. Uh, Zach, all my love to you, dude. I appreciate you for, uh, for shouting out the show. If you guys don't know, I also do another podcast called Shallow Oceans, uh, and it's based on the premise of just expressing my viewpoints in life and motivating you guys throughout situations I've been through or to help you guys get through a tough situation or a tough spot in your life and just talking about life and the reflection of things I see from my own perspective because uh, our window to our soul is through our eyes and we can all express life and see it differently d- depending on how we go through it in our attributes. So, I highly recommend listening to Shallow Oceans if you're in a bad place, if you need somebody to help you or just to get through some things. I've talked on so many great topics like depression, love, relationships, friendships, you name it. Let it go. I get into everything and anything. So shout outs to you, Zach, for saying that. Um, but the story of how I got into radio and media is actually really funny. Um, this is how I can say, and shout outs to Chipper, uh, one of my friends that says this saying, and I love it too. Everything happens for a reason, right? Everything in your life is building you up to something. It's just up to you if you capitalize on it and follow it or you let it waste to the side. So when I was younger, I had a high school sweetheart. Um, Shout outs to her. We were together for like six years, almost seven years. Uh, We both moved out together. I got a job full time at this ranch and I was working at a ranch being a caretaker for an estate, a mansion property, taking care of ostriches, llamas, goats, sheep, uh, chickens, horses, dogs, cats, chickens. I don't know if I said those already. Uh, you name it like this guy had his literal own farm on this like land because he had multiple acres so I got to live on the land with him I got to work on it Monday through Saturday whatever it was six days a week it was such a surreal dream job I could write a whole book on that one so while I was there that's where me and my girlfriend started to grow up the life happens we started to have our fallout so we split up and that's where I found myself in that situation where it's like okay 
what's next for me? Where do I want to go? So I decided to leave there, moved back home. I uh, was working part-time at In-N-Out and trying to find exactly where am I going with my life? I wasn't too sure of what I wanted to do, but I was open to finding out what it was, right? Like I, I was open, which is very important. You need to be open in your life. If you're closed off, like we talked about getting people to watch anime or any of the other stuff in your life, you have to be open or talking to somebody, uh, going to a job interview. You need to be open. Open-minded being open is the biggest thing in life. Um, so I was open to kind of finding out what I wanted to do, right? So as I'm driving to in and out keep in mind too, right? As I'm working at In-N-Out, I'm doing like the voice back talk or the guy with the kiosk handheld. If you're not in California, it's a burger joint. So basically it's like five guys or Whataburger, wherever you're at. And so I would be outside with like those kiosks because the lines are always crazy and taking people's orders, right? So I'd walk up to the car and be like, hi, welcome to In-N-Out. What can I get for you today? And they're always like, whoa, like your voice is super dope, dude. I was like, yo, thanks. I appreciate the love. And so I'd read back their order. I was like, yeah, two double doubles with onions, one with ketchup, one with spread. This is like, dude, you have an amazing voice. You should be on the radio. You should do something, right? And it kept happening like over and over and over and I wasn't even trying to like do the radio voice hi welcome in KGLS 102.5 your love mix for down dirty and wolfy wolf uh yeah I wasn't even trying right so I kept getting these compliments people kept saying it so I thought to myself I was like you know what Maybe I should try that. Maybe that's what my gift is. I always love to talk. I was somebody who thought quick on my feet. Maybe that's something I should get into is radio, right? Maybe I should look into getting into that. So as I'm working in and out, I'm looking at colleges around me, trying to find maybe I should go into radio, this and that. I couldn't really decide. Everything seemed like so crazy. Four years this, two years that. I was like, man, all that just for radio? Like, ah, maybe this isn't it, right? This is when I was driving to work. The The ride from my house to the in and out I'm by was like five minutes, literally down the street. Somehow, some way, I forgot my aux cord. Didn't know where it was. Somehow, some way, I didn't have a CD player, a CD in my car. I had a CD player at the time. So what do I do? And I never listen to radio. I'm literally saying I never listen to radio, yet I want to get into radio. I know it's funny, right? I turn on the radio, and I don't even remember what station it was on. As I'm driving to in and out an ad comes on the radio and it feels like one of those infomercials, uh, infomercial, infomercials, geez, can't even pronunciate that you see in the middle of the night that I'm sure you've seen in toy story where like the guy's asleep with his hand in the finger balls of the, the Cheeto balls and his hands full of Cheetos and those infomercials, infomercials are on in the middle of the night. And I felt like this literal commercial was talking to me. It literally comes on. And it's like, have people told you you sound like you should be on the radio? And I was like, yeah. Have you ever thought of yourself as being somebody who can think quick on their feet and would love to talk to others and motivate them and do things with their voice? I was like, okay, this is kind of getting weird. Yeah. Is your name Alex Tyshirt? Okay, that part didn't happen. But and then they're like, if you've ever thought about this, give us a call. We're a local trade school down in Huntington Beach, radio and television broadcasting. And we would love to help you find that and make it a career. Here's the number. And I was like, what are the odds this would effing play as I'm literally thinking about this and just manifestation. It's it's real. When you put your mind to something and you create it and you believe in it and you do it and you appropriate yourself to it and you become it, it literally, again, it opens for you. Be open. So I told myself, dude, F it. I'm going to call them, right? So I put the number on my phone. I park in the parking lot, have a few minutes before I have to walk in and I call the radio, the, the place, the trade school. And some lady picks up. She's like, hi, thank you for calling radio, uh, television, radio broadcasting. My name is blah, blah, blah. What can I help you with? I was like, hi, I actually just heard uh, an ad on the radio and people have told me before that I have a radio voice. So I'm on a lark just calling to see what this school's about. She was like, please hold. So I was like, all right, that's kind of weird. So this guy picks up and the guy's like, hey, my name's Tom. I'm the uh, dean at the school here. And my, um, what was it? They're called like radio hands or whatever they were called, like counselors told me I need to listen to you talk. So say something. So I did. And I started talking. I was like, hi, things talking. Hi, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I said something. But he was like, wow. He's like, my name's Tom. Uh, I'm not bullshitting you. I haven't heard a voice like yours in a long time. You should come down and see us. So I did. So I went to the place, checked it out, met everybody there. Something about it felt right. Something about it just, it, it called to me. The environment, the equipment, everything, right? So I decided to sign up. My first day there, we have to do this thing, which is called being an on-air disc jockey. Those are the people you hear talking between music, uh, like Ryan Seacrest did, or whatever station you like, and the the disc jockeys that are there, like, hi, I'm Deborah Sparks, and I'm talking to you on 102.7. Now, this is uh, Kanye West with Loveless, Harpless, whatever. 
Um, and so I did like the thing. They give you a script. You have to play this music, talk in between it, hit the posts and everything. And I do it. And then this counselor guy comes in. His name's Nick. And he was like, hey, man. He's like, um, I don't do this. I don't even know you. He's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to toot your horn or uh, no homo. I'm not trying to suck your dick or anything like that. He's like, have you done this before? Like, he's like, do you work at a radio station and you're just here to like kind of hone in on your craft or something? And I was like, uh, no, dude, I, I've never done this before. He's like, dude, I'm not bullshitting you. He's like, you were made for this. And <laughs> I know it's crazy. Like he had no need to do it. He didn't get no money from it. Like when somebody gets nothing from something and does something that's powerful, right? Like that really means something to me. So it put the wind in my sails. And so come to find out when I graduated, I started working for the Academy part-time. He got a job at Fox Sports Radio. And so he told me, hey, man, they're hiring a part-time producer. You should come in and interview. So I did. I went to interview, met the people there. They loved me. I got the job. I started working there. I kicked ass. I became a full-time producer there. I went on to work on television shows like The Herd on FS1 with Colin Cowherd. And it's just been spiraling into what it is today where it's basically now... I want to be my own entity. I want to create content. I want to create podcasting. And the whole story behind that is that I literally put myself out there and was open to a situation. And look what happened. Like they really say this. And I mean, they, it's just like, you know, the gurus of all time, like Christopheles Brown of the third that says thy hose ain't loyal. It's Chris Brown. Hose ain't loyal. Um, I thought about this. You have to be open to wanting something. You have to want something so bad that you become it. And if in doing so you do that, eventually it will find you. So if you want love in life, right? You download uh, the dating apps. You go to bars. You go out to Target because that's where all the good-looking ladies are that are single. For some reason, they're in Target. Uh, you go to these places. You use these dating apps. You go to bars. The odds are you're going to meet somebody, either hook up, get phone numbers or something. Uh, you start talking to people at the gym, whatever it is. You're going to meet somebody, and you're going to probably fall in love with that person. It's because you're putting yourself out there in a sense, right? That's how this goes. If you put yourself out there and you're open to situations defining you or for situations to benefit you or to happen, that's what my life is. I'm a living entity of it. And the craziest thing is I'm still at the start of where I'm going to be. That's how crazy this is. And I hope you guys all remember this lesson that I'm trying to teach you is that the world is infinite in what is able to be accomplished. There were people who believed we could fly in metal tubes with wings and people thought they were crazy. Um, there was people back in the day that probably talked about indoor plumbing, electricity, uh, medicine, all this. There, there's just so many things that were never accomplished until somebody thought outside the bubble, a philosopher, somebody who tried. So I'm living proof of that. And I'm very excited to see where this goes, but I'm not in a rush to get to my destination. I love the journey. I'm in love with the journey. Uh, time isn't real. It's just a moment that's always here and we're always going through it. The past never happened to you. It's just, it was a moment of your consciousness. There is no future. It's happening now. So I wanted to tell you guys that. So shout outs to you, Zach. I, I'm, I'm a very big fan of that story and I've never been the type that gets unmotivated or doesn't believe in myself because again i'm the shit um i just if i ever needed to i would just look at that story if i ever question like should i be doing this i mean come on dude if if that's not motivation enough for me i don't know what is so shout out to zach zach k2 zach underscore k2 all right let's move over to now facet facet asks what do you think about people that judge an anime too quick and don't give a chance? I call them morons, Facet. I call them close-minded, ignorant little shrills of human beings of where once a proud person used to stand. No, and, and truthfully, Facet, uh, I call those people ignorant. I call those people stupid. I call those people close-minded because, again, this is exactly... The same thing we were talking about of how to incentivize or to get somebody into anime or interested, interested in anime. You can't be closed-minded. So if somebody 
uh, just looks at something and judges it, I'm pretty sure we have a saying called don't judge a book by its cover. So don't just see somebody that looks like a paisa, like a guy that's got like a ban on, he's got like the high socks on, his pants up, the wife beaters, hey, what's up, Holmes? That's a person, you know? Don't assume he's a gangster or badass. Go talk to the guy. It could just be his way he was raised, the culture he likes, the way he likes to dress. You know, you never know somebody. Don't look at this giant guy that's like a god of a man, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and think to yourself like, oh, this guy's gotta be like a meathead, a dick, a douche, so confident into himself he could be a teddy bear that's literally the most self-conscious thing and so socially awkward and introverted he has the hardest time even going to the gym before all that you know like you don't judge a book by its cover so these people that judge an anime quickly and never give it a chance i feel for them man i really sympathize because they don't know what they got until it's gone they'll never know what they're missing out on it's it's really sad i think i always want to try to do my best for others and I know this for a fact. I'm not even going to say I think. I always give myself at, like, I guess you could say apple, 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 out, ample, <laughs> there we go, ample amount of space to be, um, intrigued or surprised like don't get me wrong i think we should never judge anything in life we should never judge others we should never judge ourselves we should never judge a situation we should only see what's in front of us and come to an understanding of the situation and have our thoughts on it but never judge and tell something about so oh, all women are bad drivers no um probably some women you've seen are bad drivers but it doesn't mean all of them are like that way or, you know it's like don't just make an assumption don't stereotype Give an open mind and try it. So that's why I would say be open to it. And if they're too quick to judge it and don't want to watch it, that's their choice. I'm very, again, into the whole I don't want to decide things for people. So if they're that type, hey, more time for me, right? If somebody sees uh, Holo from Spice and Wolf and like, oh, some naked wolf guy. Oh, whatever. You know what? Forget about that. Or Bunny Girl Senpai, right? You literally see mine a bunny suit on the cover. You're like, oh, it's some fan service anime. Little did you know you'll leave with the feels and think my Sakurajima is one of the greatest female characters ever made because what she does during the show and especially the movie. Uh, I would say that sucks for them, man. I really would. I think that that's a shame on them. They should give it a try and not be too quick to judge. Just try it out. Like I said, give it the three episode rule. After three episodes, if you're not a fan of it, you know, just piss off. Go to something else, right? Uh, okay, damn, it's almost an hour. Okay, let's do um a couple more. A couple more, and then we'll move on. A couple more. Uh, let's go back to some man ticks. Some underscore man underscore ticks. Some man ticks. And he says, I'm kind of burnt out. How do you prioritize what anime to watch when coming back? Okay, now this is a great one, Semantics. Um, you never want a full send on something too much. I took a month off of anime because all I was doing was watching anime. And when you do something too much and it becomes your daily and you're doing it all the time, you're going to fall out of love with it. It's called the honeymoon phase. So every new couple, when they become dating and they start to be together, uh, that eventually fades and then the world sells into like, oh, so this is who they really are. They're not putting their best foot forward anymore. This is who they really are inside. It's like when you meet somebody and they're drunk. Uh, the drunk person that you're talking to or what they're doing say that, oh, dude, he was such a loving guy, so calm, so cool, collected, and nice. But then when he gets drunk, um, he's such a dick, he's aggressive, and he's mean. That's the real person. Oh, she was so calm and timid. She never wanted to talk to anybody. She was introverted. But then when she gets drunk, she's the talk of the town. She's funny. Everybody loves her. That's who she really is. She's just scared to let it out. You know what I'm saying? So like with this one, you got to see what it is, and what it is is you got to slow it down. If you're watching, like, every new anime when it comes out every season, you're going to get burnt out, dude. That's way too much. That's way too many. You got to just pick one or two. Find something you're interested in, watch those, and just take a break, man. Go outside. There's so much more to do. Like, myself, I have a hard time finding time to watch anime now because of how much I'm doing with my job, the streaming stuff on Drip, the working out, the finding time to make content, to grow my mind to publicize the brand, to do all the, it's just a lot. So for me, I'm so filled with things that are time consuming. When I get the chance to sit down now and to watch like five episodes of a new show or something, I enjoy the hell out of it, man. So I would say, try to find a way to kind of docile it down. Don't watch as much, an which is crazy on the anime senpai, but I'm being realistic with you. Don't watch too much anime. Find time to watch other stuff. So if you watch a lot of good shows all the time, 
when you come across other things that are bad, you're going to think they're terrible. But in factuality, there is no such thing as a worthless anime. There's just degrees of what we enjoy more, better written, better animated, better characters, better storyline, whatever it is. So there's different degrees of what we enjoy, right? So I truly think what I did, which was great, is I stopped anime for a month, almost like a month and a half, because I was watching Game of Thrones. I wanted to watch a show that was based on something I like, Medieval Times, No Technology, no electricity, and just see where the world goes with that, right? And I'm glad I did. I'm very glad I did. So what I would say is, if you're burnt out, listen to that feeling. Just cut back on anime for a while. The best part about it is, too, semantics, is that it's going nowhere. You're literally never going to miss out on anime. It's always going to be there for you. Come back anytime. Get into hiking. Get into finding friends. Get into reading some light novels. Benefiting yourself. Starting a side business. Getting into a hustle. Finding another job. Like... Go out like you were asking about talking to people. Go to the gym. My best advice to every single person in here, if you are socially awkward, if you're an introvert, if you're somebody who is depressed, go to the gym. J-I-M. Gym. Gym. Go gym. Go lift. Go pick stuff up and put it down. If you're not sure what to do, if you have no idea about workouts, you have YouTube. You literally have a service called the internet where you can go to YouTube and type everything. Type in YouTube. Chest day workouts arm day workouts, back day workouts, leg day workouts. Watch it. Write it down. Study it. For God's sakes, put it on your phone and pause after the first workout. Do it, then continue it. Go to the next workout. Like Just go out there. Who cares what anybody thinks about you? If you're overweight, I love those people in the gym because they're trying to better themselves. I like them more than the people that I see are buff that are in the gym because they're already buff. You know, like they've done the hard work. I like to see a story starting. I don't like to see a story ending. I want to see that. So go to the gym, go outside and hike, go for a walk, go. And that, that's another thing too with the gym. It's the best way to meet people because then you can go up to somebody that's on an equipment and be like, hey, I'm curious, like, do you mind if I jump in on this workout with you? You know, how many more sets you got? And you could start something new. You could start a new friendship. I'm telling you, like, I have no doubt in my mind now. If it's not anywhere else, I'm meeting my next lady at a gym. I'm telling you, it's going to happen at a gym. I'm going to be working out. I'm going to be pumped as heck. I'm going to be balls deep into my workout, vibing hard. I'm going to look up and she's literally just like looking at me too. And I'm like, damn, she'd be looking good too. And she's like, damn, he'd be looking good too. And I'm like, damn, she actually got some like anime stickers on her mug right there. And she's like, damn, he got some anime tattoos on his arm. And I'm like, damn, she's my type. And she's like, damn, he's my type. And then we're both like, damn, we're dating. Like, <laughs> Oh, if only. That's a trope I would like. I want her to slip on an anime weight and I catch her. That's what I want. That would be great. (laughs) Oh, man. No, that was fun. So, dude, I still have a bunch of questions for everybody in here. So, I'm going to save this for part two. For part two, I'll probably do this next month. I'll do this in February. So, I'll do a couple more things that I'm really uh, excited to do for the podcast topic-wise. So I'll save this for the next one. So if you are, and guys, I love you for all the questions. Hopefully that helped. Hopefully you enjoyed my thoughts. I speak from the heart. So that's the best thing I I know how to do. And I love doing it with you guys too. So if you didn't get a chance to go and leave me a question, it's still open. All you guys have to do is go over to the Discord. So find me on social media. You can find me anywhere, everywhere. TikTok's probably the easiest. Just type in Anime Senpai Podcast. I'll pop up. Click the link that's at the top of my bio there. Click on Discord. Join the Discord. Jump on in. Everybody will say hi. It's a fun community. We're building a brand to promote other content creators, other streamers. I want to promote brands that are doing like their own artwork and stuff. I have a lot of stuff planned. So join in there. Go on in. Say hi to everybody. Go into the podcast chat link. Go in there and type in your questions. Two per person. The people that already wrote one, I have their names written down, so I won't go back to them for a little bit, probably till next year. But yes, this was fun. I had a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm very glad my voice is back because, gosh almighty, do you know how awkward it is that... This is a fun side story, too. So I was at the gym, and um, again, I'm, I'm convinced I'm going to meet my, my the love of my life here at the gym. Uh, I was working out doing some ab routine and this girl and I'm talking about she is the baddest of them all. She is the bota baddest of them all the bota b-o-t-a the bota she is unbelievably the baddest girl in this gym i've been working out at this choose fitness now for a little bit which by the way choose fitness is just like an upgraded version of planet fitness it's just not purple and there's no horn that just goes off like a freaking hurricane tornado warning if there's like a buff guy who's grungy like or dropping weights Uh, it's just like it's just not purple 
but it's yellow, but it feels like a Planet Fitness because they have like, you know, no bags on the floor. Like I literally was working out one time and had my bag with me and he was like, sir, excuse me. Uh, there's no bags allowed on the floor. It's for everybody's safety. So can you please put your bag away? I was like, I guess. I mean, whatever. It's, it's a bag. Like, what? What? The, what? Whatever. Um, but yeah, so it, I was working out and this was um, the week that I lost my voice. So I literally sounded terrible and she was working out next to me. Like I literally set up over on the green area to do some ab workouts. She was like on the other side doing her own thing. And then she comes right over to me to use this machine that's right next to me. And I'm saying she literally her backside, she's doing like these ab curls up in the air is right in front of me. And I was like, Lord Jesus, take the wheel. I did good not looking forward. I was looking through the side eye. Every guy knows you look through the side eye. You don't look directly at it. You look through the side, your peripherals. You got to make sure you're looking without looking if you catch my drift. So I was, oh my God, I was so into it. And I was like, you know what? She's right here. I'm right there. I got to jump in with her, right? But my voice was so bad. I got self-conscious. Like, I was like, hey, uh, do you mind if I uh, jump in with you? And she's like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, fuck, I, I'm not going to say anything else now. I'm, I, I don't know what to say. I can barely talk. So I, she like let me jump in. I'm sure she was like assuming I would say something. So I hope I didn't wet the bed and ruin my chance. But if she was digging it, if she was in, I'm, I'm sure that one situation would have ended. But then also I'm not a female. I'm a guy. And I think females come to a quick assumption. And I think they said like females will know like in the first 10 seconds of knowing you, if they'll sleep with you, imagine a family, all this stuff. So I'm either fucked or I'm in. <laughs> That's all I know. And as of right now, I think I'm fucked. But yeah, it was, it was a fun situation so hopefully i'll have more to update you guys on about that moving forward but damn was she the bolta oh my god i've been at this gym again for a cool couple months now working out she is easily the best looking girl i've seen there it's my type you know latina mommies they all mess you up man let me tell you so guys thank you so much for being a part of the anime senpai family you guys are my senpai fam i love you guys so much and you're a simp for me as much as i'm a simp for you so make sure that you guys follow on all social medias join the discord if you have no idea what why schwartz is and how you can start collecting those trading cards again join the discord we have a whole subsection for the drip streams i do that's a lot of fun i'm going to be working on twitch streams here coming up soon and so much more and also i have a couple guests coming up that i think you guys are really going to like uh three off the top of my head that i have a lot of interesting to do one of them was elijah elijah vatete that actually is the guy that's my tattoo artist that did the um, 002 in Sterlitzia. I'd had my final touch-up session with him last weekend, and I was going to record an interview with him, but my voice was absolutely buck choy. I couldn't do it. So shout-outs to him, by the way. Uh, he will be on the show soon. Plus two ladies that I will not tell you who they are, but one's a content creator. The other one is something that is in the adult industry, entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this and uh, you know who you are, um, I hope I described your job right. And if I uh, didn't, I still love you. <laughs> She's an SAO fan, though, too, which is great. I think they both are, actually. Yeah, both ladies are. That's a good quality to have. Guys, I love you. Stay tuned for the next one. Go out there and meet somebody new. Don't be scared to go talk to somebody, get that job, or to watch anime, or even take a break from anime whenever it's needed. I'll talk to you guys next week. Anime Senpai! Bye!